I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ron and Anian. I'm sure we're going to be giving high school science classes in, in this stuff because yeah, that's what the kids of the future will be doing, right? Forget auto shop. They'll be working on proprietary plasma generated graphene batteries. Hey, what you'll do me good? Do you good? Let me help. The car doctor. When I put that key into the ignition and turn it, sometimes I get nothing, no crank or anything. If I pull the key out and then stick it back in, it will then turn. Is that a result of that battery going bad? Um, it shouldn't be. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, hey, hey. welcome to the uh, pre-Thanksgiving Car Doctor edition as uh, we get ready to cook off Turkey Week. And uh, we're doing it in fine style here this week at Car Doctor Studios. I, uh, I should tell Tom that um, I've got the egg. We have an egg here at the studio, you know, a big green egg. And um, I'm actually on air. And through the power of technology and electronics, I'm watching the egg cook on the camera in the back of the studio. 
and we're monitoring temperature. Let's see, the egg temperature is about 260 degrees. I got to get up another 75 degrees before I can consider it starting to go. So I'll check it at the first break. So Tom, when we're done, if you uh, drive down, we can have turkey together tonight. This will be our uh, pre-turkey. Do, do you need me to pick up gravy or anything? Uh, or? No, I've got gravy. I've got right. I'm Armenian. Okay. Come on, you don't think I can feed you? Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna eat really well. And uh, this is the pre this is the pre-Thanksgiving turkey turkey. I've never cooked on the egg before. We're going to find out if it works. And if it doesn't, we'll have pizza tonight, and we'll figure it out for Thursday. Um, it was a lot at the shop this week. There was a lot going on. Um, of course, this is the uh, first show back from the wedding show, which uh, the wedding went well. Thank you for all your well wishes and thoughts. Uh, you know, it. Um, I actually I felt good. It came out great. I, I made a great speech. Um, somebody came up to me afterwards and said, well, you made that whole speech off the top of your head. You know, you speak very well. You should be on radio. I said, I'll take that into consideration and just uh, kind of walked away and didn't tell him what was really what he what he didn't know. Um, so that was kind of interesting. It was a busy week at the shop, of course. Back Monday, we hit it hard. I was up at uh, 5 a.m., went to the gym and then went and started fixing my pile of cars this week like I always do. And uh, I can't remember how the week started because it was like a blur. It was just uh, an influx of broken vehicles. I will say that I noticed that you are hanging on to your cars. You are fixing everything. Uh, you know, we had an 04, think about this, an 04 Mercury Grand Marquis came into the shop this week, 68,000 miles, and it has a bad rear axle. You can't get parts for this. Well, you, you can get carrier and ring and pinion bearings and axle bearings. Uh, it needs a ring and pinion. No ring and pinion available. Nobody's rebuilding it. Nobody has parts. So we have to source a used differential, and I called our local used parts guy, and Louie was telling me that it seems like the demand for used parts has gone through the roof, which I can understand. Uh, you know, look at the price of new cars, look at the price of used cars, if you can even get a new car, as Louis said to me. But he said the absurdity of what people are asking for, he, I almost fell off my chair. He said yesterday, this is on Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he said the day before, somebody called up and they were looking for a driver's door for a Yugo. A Yugo. A Yugo, first of all, I don't know how it would have survived the past almost 40 years. Uh, I can't believe somebody's actually going to fix it. But look, look at what kind of situation we're in. We've got to fix a car that 40 years ago, when Motor Trend wrote the review for it, the car they tested in 1990, in 1988, I believe, was a manual transmission. And the reviewer said, this car has a manual transmission and the shifter shifts with all the precision of a baseball bat and a barrel of coconuts. I never forgot that line. Uh, you know, I thought that was the best line for a description of an automobile. And he's right. The first one that came into the shop, it did shift with the precision of a baseball bat and a barrel of coconuts. You kind of, where's the gear? And you sort of... But that's evolution, right? We've gotten better. In this case, Hugo went away, or so I thought. They're still trying to fix him. On uh, Thursday, uh, I did find a rear for the marquee. It'll be a week before it's here. I'll let you know how that turns out. Uh, you know, the, the the owner gave us the go-ahead to go ahead and fix it. On Thursday, we um, it was just a typical day at the shop. There wasn't a lot of diagnosis. A lot of tires, a lot of brakes, I noticed. Uh, you really want to take care of the cars. You're trying to get them in shape for the winter, which is always a good thing. And then on Friday, we had the... Well, I guess I was trying to imitate the turkey. Um, let me see, where is it? 274 degrees. Okay, we got to get it up another 50, I think. So uh, um, we had an 07 Lincoln came in for service Friday morning. And it, um, well, you know, it got serviced. And the, the owner said, uh, elderly couple, they're in their 80s now, Frank and Darlene. And they said to me, they said, you know, Ron, the car's got a clunk in it, but we can't kind of pin it down where it's clunking from. Okay, let's take a look. And we 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 went for I went for a ride, and it's got a clunk. And 
put it up in the air, and the right front strut coil spring assembly was broken. You could physically see it. The, the strut was bowed, and the coil spring was wedged into the control arm. So it needed a strut and a coil spring. Unbelievably, I was able to find a part, which I was shocked at. Either that or they've got the last 07 Lincoln Town Car in North Jersey. Uh, I thought maybe that might have something to do with it. And we had to take it out. Now, here's the catch, right? You have to disassemble part of the suspension to get the strut coil spring assembly out. But in the case of this car, we were betting that the strut was broken. So once we took it out of the suspension, it was going to boang. You know what boang means, right? The whole strut goes boang when you take it out of the suspension and it just flies all over the place. So we had to cut the coil springs to contain them. We could have... You know, I guess we could have put some straps in place, but I don't want to trust anything because then how am I going to, you know, eventually I got to take those straps off. It's like, you know, trying to let loose a hand grenade. So I figured, you know what? I'll cut the coil springs. Well, you know, Danny and I are doing it and our buddy Jeff is there. and We're all, you know, this is serious stuff. We're playing with the torch and we're trying to pay attention to what we're doing. And, you know, my, my right foot started to get hot and I was like, hmm. I said, hey, Danny, is my shoe on fire? He said, no, but you just dropped an ember into the toe. Kind of melted its way through the top of the shoe. And um, it got onto the sock, which sort of made my sock catch fire. I kept cutting, though, because I thought that was the right thing to do. I figured, you know, I I can catch fire once in a while. If the turkey can stand it, I guess I could, too. And, uh, you know, made it work. Danny put my foot out. He took his bottle of water and put my foot out, which I really appreciated. I ruined a sock, though, and I think I ruined the sneaker. It's got a little bit of a hole in the top, but I can always get a new pair of sneakers. And I guess the point becomes that, you know, I kid around a lot, but auto repair is a little bit of a dangerous thing in the sense that, uh, you know, you never know when the next thing is going to get you, that you've always got to be careful. And I guess as I start off this hour and this week's show, I just want to remind everybody that auto repair is a dangerous practice. It's It, it goes along very well. It, it, it can be filled with some great experiences and some great, you know, positives. But you've got to be careful because when you least expect it, everybody, including myself, you know, you could set yourself on fire when you're when you're not expecting it to be. And uh, you've got a problem. So just uh, just be aware that Lincoln did get fixed in one day. We were able to give it back to them because they needed the car. It was their only real transportation. So uh, Frank and Darlene are happy. And uh, I'm happy because not only could I find parts, but I got a car back to a customer in time for the weekend, which is always a good thing. Um, Mr. Tom, have you noticed, uh, and I feel compelled to tell you this, did you know that I'm a liar? I don't know. I I do know that, especially after you sent me the picture of you in the suit without giving me a name, and I didn't know who you were. Oh, didn't I look good in that suit? I made that look (laughs) good, huh? That was... So I kind of rocked it. I photobombed the my, I photobombed my own my own daughter's wedding though because they were doing a group shot, and uh, they said let's get everybody in front of the camera and they had one of those wide angle lens on it, and I sort of did a uh, you know a Wesley Snipes in Major League where I kind of slid in for that Amex commercial. I kind of slid in and went ta da, you know. And so I can't wait to see that picture. Rachel said, "Yeah, it was great, Dad. Just as the guy flashed it, you put your hand in front of my face. Whoops. So I uh, no, yeah, no, <laughs> that happens." But I was reading our review. Somebody sent me a review. Where's the letter that I've got? Mark was nice enough to send me a reply. And, you know. It, it's the one smoking. I, no, that's that's the one in the by the studio grill here. Um, you know, Uncle Steve. Remember Uncle Steve? He always had some great comments and thoughts. Uncle Steve once told me, he said, you'll know when you've arrived when you start annoying people. And they, they start to talk to you about 
you know, w- what's going on and, and their reaction to you. Mark wrote in, hey, Ron, I just gave your show a five-star rating and decided to read some of your reviews. It's sad how people are using the review rating feature to show their disagreement with your opinion of electric vehicles. I appreciate your show and all the help you give people, Ron. Thanks, Mark. Uh, you know, Mark, I appreciate that. And Listen, I, I read the reviews, too, from time to time. You know what that means? That means they're not listening, all right, because they're not. If anybody's heard me say something negative, truly negative, about electric cars that isn't true, I want to know about it. Matter of fact, I want you to call me, 855-560-9900. Let's talk about it. All I've said about electric vehicles to this point is I don't see the economics of it. I don't see the fundamentalism of it, how it's going to work and happen. You know, you you guys are giving negative reviews in less than 15 years. By 2035, we're supposed to go all electric nationwide on just about every vehicle manufacturer. California, for sure. All right? And you're telling me that it's not going to happen or that it will happen. Okay, prove it to me. Show me the math of it. Show me how it's going to work. And I can't stress that enough. All I want is proof positive. I don't want to believe... You know, they told me the tooth fairy existed when I was a kid, and I got a quarter under my pillow, and I found out when I was four it was my mother and father. I don't want to believe the tooth fairy is going to come along and give me a battery that lasts. I've got a story here that talks about the school bus in Alaska, and great, it does a good job. I think, and I'll find it here in a second in my pile, um, I think the school bus in Alaska was a half a million dollars that they purchased with a government grant, and it works really well. It's not, it's not missed, and I'm quoting the story here. Transportation co-owner Gerald Black, Blackard uh, via Alaska Public Media says, the school bus is performing in extreme cold temperatures. It's not missed a single day of school. The bus heats well. It kept the interior at normal temperatures. But the bus's efficiency on days when we had 38 below fell off. It was it used and uh, trying to hold, even with a little bit of insulation on the batteries and kind of covering up the engine compartment to try and hold in as much heat as we could. We were still using more energy to heat the bus than we were to drive the bus. On January 27th, we had 38 below. The bus's efficiency that day for batteries was 3.46 kilowatts per mile. So this fall in August, September, we were running between 1.4 and 1.7. It doubled in a cold winter's day in Alaska, the electric bus doubled its battery consumption. That's the way I'm reading that. So how can we say this is a great idea with current technology? And you're going to say, well, Ron, don't worry. We're going to have current technology. Somebody wrote a post on Facebook. Ron, you know what? We're going to see electric vehicles and transporters. Good. We probably will. In about three or 400 years, uh, you know, let's, let's see the technology come to fruition. All I'm asking you to do is to consider the possibilities. Consider that an all-electric, all-electric vehicle future is not practical or economically sound at this particular point. To try and do it in 15 years is a rush. To To try and do it over the next 50, I think, is a more practical and logical approach. Think I'm wrong? Give me a call. Let's talk about it. 855-560-9900. I'm The Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Whether it's a little red Corvette or a Yugo, you've come to the right place to get that car fixed. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. You know, the more I do radio, the more I understand why Bob Grant started yelling towards the end of his career. Let's get on over and talk to Matt in Virginia. Matt, 18 F-150 and some questions and problems. Welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help? Hey, how you doing today? Good, sir. What's going on? So I've had this car, I bought it in late um, 18, and I've had issues ever since I, I bought it brand new, drove it off the lot. There was a, a loud noise coming from the engine at first, and they said, oh, it's probably just a belt, you need to break it in. Well, that didn't get, that wasn't the case. They fixed that uh, over the, to make it a short explanation, there's been other noises in the center console area uh, underneath the car. There's, uh, when the, when the cold start, it's, there's kind of a grating noise when you let off the accelerator, um, until it heats up to probably like 135, 145 degrees. Uh, they've replaced a bunch of parts in the transmission. They've replaced the cam phasers. I have no idea what that even is three times. Uh, and my real question is how to deal with the dealership at this point. Um, you know, I'm not totally ready to throw them under the bus, but 
you know, they've been giving me the runaround. I've spent 12 to 14 weeks in rentals and loaners, and they have, you know, different technicians working on it. I've been through three different service managers, and just it, they can't seem to get the car fixed. It's frustrating, right? It's very frustrating. Yeah, it's – hey, listen, and I don't want to hijack the conversation, but if it makes you feel any better, my wife's Explorer that I, that I thought was fixed sure. broke again this week, so it's doing the exact same thing. So, uh, you know, I, I called them up. Well, I called up the local Ford dealer Friday, and I said, okay, here's what I think we should do. I, I don't know if they're going to listen to me. Their answer was, we really don't know what's wrong with it. I got to tell you, there's a lot of things you can tell a customer. Never tell a customer you have no idea what's wrong with a vehicle. I think that's a wrong move. Um, so, to your problem, you know, you've talked to multiple service managers. Have you talked to the service manager, or this dealership is so big it's had it's got three, or they keep it's a rotating door? <laughs> well, it's been a rotating door. Now they have a new service manager, and they've appointed a long term, a long a guy that's been with them for a long time, kind of as the overall service manager for multiple dealerships. I've also dealt with him. I've dealt with the general manager as well. Everybody's aware of the problem. Um, it went through. I, you, you're probably familiar that they were doing oil consumption tests on yep. this model at the beginning. Yep. yep. And it failed those. They said they were going to replace the engine. But then, of course, they came out with, Ford came out with, oh, we can fix it with something in the computers. Yeah. Well, and, and you know what? I'm going to pick on Ford for a minute if I can, because I've come to the conclusion on my experience with my wife's car that I think a lot of what you're going through, a lot of what I'm going through and what other people are going through is Ford's culture and how it's changed in the last couple of years to re- and their approach into, into repairing a car. And it, it really has changed. You can see the mindset. I, you know, I can tell you what I would do. I would sit down with the general manager and just, or the sales manager, just ask him, and the service manager, just ask him point blank: Am I wasting my time? Can you guys fix it? It's been broken since day one. You know, or is this just the way this particular model is? Did you did you go that route, Matt? Did you at least drive another eighteen to see that you know it's they're all like this, or or, or could be like this? So I've driven multiple other eighteens, and none of them. Are driving like mine? Okay. That I've that I've driven. So I drove the exact same model, same engine, same everything. What's Lemon Law in Virginia? Well, so we've exceeded Lemon Law, but I have had the the general. I've had the conversation with the general manager because they had just gotten the new service manager. Uh, you know, he promised they would fix it or or get me in a new car or take care of the problem, one way or another. Um, so I, at least, I mean, I have that, that to fall back on, but I guess, yeah, I'm really getting it at what point, you know, they've got a, what they call a master tech working on it now. Okay. How many miles, how many miles are on it now? You know, I guess at what point do I have that conversation? Um, 60, 61,000. Right. I think you've reached that point. I think you're past that point because you've been miserable in this car for the past. Let me make the argument. You've been miserable in this car for three years, right? And you're already more than half. Yeah. You're you're already more than halfway to a hundred thousand miles. How much value True. are they going to give you? What's the value left, or what are they going to give you on trade towards another vehicle? So I think Monday morning I'd have that conversation, guys. I'm ready to throw in the hat. What's the next vehicle you got? What kind of deal you're going to give me? And how are you going to make me happy? And then if that doesn't work, 
you know, I would inquire about Virginia's Lemon Law or talk to the Attorney General and say, hey, I've got a vehicle that can't be fixed. What's next? It's time to lean on them a little bit. Let me know what happens. I'm Ron Annie in the Car Doctor. We're back right after this. Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. back. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. Thanks for coming back with us for the rest of this hour. Let's go over to Bob in Delaware, 01 Chevy Astro van. You know, I know another Bob with an Astro van. You can't be related to Carpenter Bob, can you? No, he's in Delaware. Carpenter Bob's in New Jersey. Welcome, Bob. How can I help? Bob. Is Bob there? Bob going once. Bob going twice. Bob's gone. How do you like that? 
That's okay. I got plenty to talk about today. I want to go back to my electric vehicle discussion. Um, uh, I will say this, that the conversation about the electric school bus up in Alaska is, shows me that it does work. It's, it's, it's working well. It's just that it's using a lot more battery than they anticipated. Um, you know, there was another article that came out that talked about the price of batteries using batteries versus gasoline. And uh, um, it's, let's see, it go over here. It says uh, the future of everything. Uh, the EPA national average per mile cost for every electric vehicle falls broadly in line with their findings. Electric vehicle drivers save 6.4 cents in fuel costs each mile versus gasoline combustion engines. The fast charge includes a four-month measure Electrify America. Memberships can be canceled at any time. Hiring an electrician to install a charging station on the average home can cost anywhere from five to $1,500, but that doesn't include local permits or needed garage modifications. You know, the electric vehicle is going to happen. I get that part. But as I keep saying, and nobody's yet to show me as to why or how, you know, how will this, you know, come to fruition in the sense of, uh, um, you know, actually the mechanics of it, per se. You know, don't send me an article and say, hey, we're going to have transporters someday like Star Trek. We probably will. We'll all be dead um, because it's going to be three or four hundred years from now. But, uh, you know, it's I'm not trying to say we can't have better technology. I'm just trying to ask, how's it going to affect us here now today? And that's. That's my bigger that's my bigger concern and my bigger question. So that's the part I don't get. Um, so you know, I want to hear your thoughts. All right, I want to have an intelligent, calm, rational conversation with each and every one of you at eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero nine nine zero zero about electric vehicles, how you think it's going to transpire. Um, I was speaking to Research Kathy this morning on the phone as I was traveling south on the local highway, and we were talking about it. And I said, you know, Kath, right now in my eyesight. I counted 35 cars, and then I closed my eyes, and then another 35 cars, and then another 35 cars. So this is about the mass and the volume of how many electric vehicles are going to be out there. How will we charge all of them? I get it that they're coming. Somebody's got to show me the math. The math doesn't work at the current rate and current situation that uh, you know we're in. Hey, Ron, I've got a 2000 Chevy Silverado 1500. When I put it in four-wheel drive, it operates fine. When I change to four-wheel low, it acts like the transmission drops out and then re-engages. The vehicle lunges forward, and then after a few feet, it drops out again and repeats the process. It only does this in four-wheel low. Could it be a mismatch between the transmission and transfer case? This is from Glenn. This is from October. I'm sorry, Glenn. I'm just getting to it. I don't know that that's uh, a mismatch between the trans and the transfer case. I I would want to know. I don't think so, but I would just do the basics. You know, is the... Are, are all four tires the same size? I've seen incorrect tire size do some crazy things to older four-wheel drive and even newer four-wheel drives for that matter. Uh, you know, I would also want to know, is this an internal problem in four-wheel low in the transfer case? Is this a transfer case issue? Which I would be more inclined to think only because of the fact that the transmission is the transmission. It doesn't know what gear the transfer case is in. If the trans is in first gear, it doesn't know if it's outputting to a transfer case in high, low, or two-wheel drive. Um, so just you know, just be aware of that. If you got any other questions, uh, give me a call eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero when you hear this, and uh, we can talk about it directly. Can we uh, go over to Al in Maryland? Let's see if the phones are working, and uh, see what's going on here. Al in Maryland wants to talk about uh, jump starters. Al, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Long-time listener, and I enjoy the automotive education every week. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, got one of these portable uh, jump start units. You know, if the battery goes bad, you can start the car from it. Uh, you're supposed to keep them charged up. I did not. It ended up on a shelf in the garage. It's been sitting there for some years. 
Um, so I tried charging it, but the charge indicator always indicates it's not charged. Right. So my question is, do they go bad if you let them sit for a long period of time? And they, is the unit defunct? You know, it could be. What what brand is it? Is it an older, you know, liquid, you know, wet acid battery style, or is it one of the new lithium I ions? I think it is. Yeah, then I it's, think it is. It's an, it's called endurance. I don't know if that means anything. Nah, to it doesn't you. mean anything to me. But if it's an older, is it a big box kind of jump pack? Yeah, it's about a foot and a half high. Yeah, with two, nah. You know, uh, I'll tell you yeah. what I still think is one of the best jump packs out there. And they're not even a sponsor, so they're not paying me to say this. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, you know, and I have to clarify that because, you know, it's... it's Well, you know why I say that, Al? Because everybody says, oh, Ron talks about his sponsors. Guess what? If I don't talk about my sponsors, you guys don't have a show to listen to. <laughs> you know, and if if, 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 if if you're that stupid, you can't understand that, then that's what you're probably complaining about electric cars and the way I talk about them. Um, Got it. You know, straight talk. Um, I like the MicroStart XP10. I think it's a heck of a product. Okay. I've had one for the better part of going on six years now. It has never let me down. I've jump-started diesel trucks with it. I've jump-started gas trucks with it. Obviously, I've started little cars. When we have power failures and I'm not home because we have a generator at the house, I'm not home, I yeah. will charge my laptop or cell phone off of it. It very rarely gets charged. I think I charge it twice a year, so it holds its charge really well. And the last time I looked, I haven't looked in a while, but I think they're around the two two hundred and fifty dollar mark, and it's small okay. enough it would fit in your glove compartment, literally. I, wow! I, wow! I, yeah, no, this is definitely much bigger than that. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like this is like the size of two cell phones together. Uh, you know the way cell wow. phones. Are. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You're gonna look at it and go, that thing is gonna start a car. And I'll be like, yep. And it does. <laughs> and it does. Every time. MicroStart XD10. XP. X-Ray Peter 10 is the one I believe I have. Oh, XP. Okay. XP, well, yes, where are they available? They want um, available? Yeah, if you look at it online, they've got dealers online. I believe you can get them on Amazon. You can grab it there. You can look okay. at the reviews. Uh, you know, I have, I think they also have their own website. We started, we got involved okay. using a MicroStart in 2014, the last time we were in Vegas. So I guess it's eight years, really. And okay. you know it was a it was a small guy. He designed the thing in his garage, and it just grew into this company. And I I think yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the nice things yeah. about MicroStart is they're one of the few companies that are approved by the vehicle manufacturers. Again, they were the last time I looked, and that's mm. important because how you jumpstart yeah, and yeah. what you jumpstart a modern car with with all the computers on board is yeah. is definitely, you know, you can have problems with some of those computers, so you want to be careful. All right, sir? Yeah, yeah, you don't want to have stray AC voltage or anything right. like that. Right, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, so, all right. Hey. And, um, okay, very good, Ron. Right, Thanks Al. a lot. You're very I welcome. I really appreciate it. Love your show. Thank you. You have a good turkey day. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights speaking in public the list of fears is endless but while you're clutching your blanket in the dark wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel and while you might think a great white shark is scary what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving eyes forward don't drive distracted brought to you by nitsa and the ad council Welcome back, Ron and Andy in the car, Doctor. You know, Tom, I just got to get this out. So for everybody that's, you know, complaining about me talking about the absurdity of, my God, electric vehicles have to succeed, right? Does anybody idea, did anybody read the news this week about GM is starting the new Hummer plant and they're going to build electric Hummers? Does anybody realize how much that vehicle weighs or how much the battery alone weighs? The battery in an electric Hummer weighs 3,000 pounds. You know, the efficiency of that is mind-boggling. The total vehicle, a total Hummer, the electric Hummer, the total vehicle weight is 9,046 pounds. 9,046 pounds. That's over four tons. What's that going to do to the roads? That's going to be like driving an 18-wheeler in your driveway. Well, maybe not quite an 18-wheeler, but you get my point. So I, you know, but you guys are going to accept all this. You want electric vehicles. You're going to get it. Speaking of which, let's go over to Mike. Virginia Beach wants to talk electric cars. Cool beans. Mike, I'm all ears, baby. What do you want to talk about? Oh, there's so much to say about electric cars. <laughs> yeah. Hit me uh, with just, it. To, just to qualify myself, I'm 62 years old, been in the automotive repair and rebuilding industry for my whole life. So okay. 40-something years, 46 right. years. Um, did a lot of work on brand new cars, um, in an aftermarket shop. So I've seen the transition of all of these various 
government regulations uh, via safety features and blah, blah, blah. So my problem with electric cars is what's going to happen to the electric grid? You know, they're already talking about – hold on. You need me to sign that? They're already talking about how bad the electric grid is, and now we're going to burden it even further right. with the electricity needed. But nobody's talking about that. Right. Why is that? Because that's what they want. They don't. <laughs> they want to impose more and more regulation. Uh, I don't know. It's mind. Pick it's, me listen, up. It's, Help it, me out. It's it's mind boggling, Mike. I can't I can't make sense of it either. And all I'm listen when you guys hear me talking about we'll call it an anti electric car rant, and I don't know if that's fair for me to say that about me. I'm not anti electric car. I'm anti stupid. Neither am I. I am anti stupid. I know electric cars are coming. All right. Just like I, you know, listen. In 1981, when General Motors hung the computers on their cars. I was the first guy at class to sign up, and I was. I've still got a wall full of certificates. I went to every C3 class and computer command control and carbureted GM cars with computers. Went through it all, brother. I was right there at the tip of the transition. That made sense to me, sort of. This does not because nobody can explain where the electricity is going to come from. Every, you know, well, nobody's it, asking that question. I don't hear people asking that question other than people like me who – have lived the car business my whole life. I mean, if people want to know why are cars so expensive, it's because of all of these regulations that the government continues year after year after year to place on the auto manufacturers for them to meet certain standards. And it is ridiculous. It's unbelievable. Cars do not have to cost forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. They do not. Have you priced out a new pickup truck yet? I'm not, I don't even want to, man. I, I really don't. You know, um, the last new car we bought was a fourteen Prius. Now I, I do have two hybrids. I like my hybrids. Right. They're they're highly. I like Toyotas. They're highly dependable. They get great gas mileage. This Prius is getting us fifty five miles per gallon. My Camry 08 Camry hybrid was getting me forty back and forth to work. Heck, I even got a sixty six Plymouth Belvedere, man. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, and, I like, and to that point, I, I think you know what. Here's where I think the electric future is. I think all delivery vehicles, Amazon, UPS, FedEx, Mail, I think even some police cars need to be electric. The route vehicles, the vehicles that you could have a planned route. School buses could be electric. I don't know if I want the one in Alaska that's a half a million dollars and it uses twice as much battery on cold days, which seems to happen in Alaska. Guess why? All right. I think that all needs to be electric. I think for the everyday driver, uh, you know, I don't think it's practical. I think for the older generation, and I'm starting to include myself in that group, you get into some of these cars. A friend of mine, Chuck, Chuck's 82. He had to be driven home from the Mercedes dealer the other day by someone in a new Mercedes. He, he owns a 2001. He said, I understand why cars have to be self-driving. There's so much, and I won't say, won't say it exactly the way Chuck said it, but you can say, you can imagine what he said. He said, there's so much stuff in these old, in these new cars. You're so busy looking at it, adjusting things. You can't be bothered driving. You don't have time. And yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's it's you know a car was meant to be transportation. It wasn't meant to be more comfortable than sitting in your living room. All right, it wasn't meant to be an entertainment center while you're driving down the road at sixty five miles an hour. 
And what? Well, hopefully, uh, I've got to go, and I really appreciate you talking with me because it's nice to hear somebody that shares a decent opinion. Thank you. Um, I just, I just hope, uh, I just hope Jesus comes before too long, <laughs> straightens all this out. Uh, somebody better come. Um, you know what? And uh, we hope it's God. I appreciate the thought, Mike. Thank you very much. Yeah, you, buddy, have a, you have a good mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Best to you and yours. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Ron and Annie in the Thank Car you. Doctor. We will be, uh, we will be back from right after this. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale, extend your spine, remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car doctor here at 855-560-9900-855-560-9900. Speaking of the future, because everybody keeps telling me it's coming, which it is, you know, you want to see the future? It's here. See it? 
It just showed up 10 seconds later. There it is. Um, uh, this week, we were introduced to the Mitchell One Customer Retention Marketing System, CRM, Social social CRM. And I got to tell you, it's it's nothing short of amazing what it can do. It will, and it's, it's, you know, from a business side, it will, and I've just sort of, I've just kind of put my little toe in the pool. I haven't, I've, I've dived in, but I've, I'm just sort of beginning to see what's there, uh, what Mitchell One has done in terms of, uh, you know, helping to revolutionize the repair shop and, and track what they're doing, how they're doing it. But it's the way they're communicating with the customer that I find pretty astounding. You know, every time someone comes into the shop now, they will get emailed to them a thank you and the chance to review us. And we want to hear that. You know, we're we're not perfect. We'll be perfect when we're dead. I keep saying that. Uh, I'll never make a mistake once I'm gone. And, you know, the way they approach the ability to communicate to the customer, to be able to point out to them the need for service on the vehicle and what needs to be done at specific time intervals as per the vehicle manufacturer you know, nobody else is doing that. And I think that's just, you know, again, Mitchell One is on the tip of the sword when it comes to that stuff. They've also just added now to their repair shop program, their management program, um, which is different than social CRM. Their, their, their customer marketing program adds on to their shop management program. They've, they've, they're adding in a feature, a time clock, so technicians can clock in, clock out, how much time did they actually spend on the car and help track technician productivity and help make the shop more efficient? Among other things, it's, it's going to do a lot of stuff. They're, um, in my opinion, they're first to market with that because I haven't seen it incorporated in a program the way they're doing it. So, uh, again, more information at MitchellOne.com, and uh, I thank them for their efforts. Hey, that about wraps up this hour. Until the next time, I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.